location on Long Island's Gilgo Beach. Well, now the work of a new police commissioner has uncovered the identity of one of those victims. We investigate this chilling true crime with the new commissioner, plus local journalist and attorney Amy Dash, who's been covering the case. I remember we had the choppers out constantly because the police, they were combing through the brush with the canine. And it just felt like they were constantly discovering more remains. And soon it became really apparent to us that we might have a serial killer here that we're dealing with on the loose. And that's because the majority of these victims had similarities. They were young women in their 20s who worked as escorts. The women came from far and wide. A woman from Pennsylvania, a woman from New Jersey, women from New York. And parts of these women were found in other areas of the state, in, in other places. And there was just a lot of urgency. Urgency to find whoever did this. Urgency to bring closure to the families of the victims and urgency to get answers for the police to solve this case. Word of a potential serial killer turned the story from a local murder to national headlines, but all leads seem to point to a dead end. The police were indicating that whoever did this, they just knew how to cover their tracks. There was a sense that none of us are safe and we wanted answers and we, we never really got good answers and the case just went cold for years. But in 2018, new police commissioner Geraldine Hart stepped in and had hopes to change that. She released evidence that had never before been disclosed to the public, a belt thought to be the killer's, with initials on it. It was found at one of the crime scenes. It did not belong to the victims, and they believe that it was handled by the subject. So with all that in mind, we thought that this would be the perfect item to release uh, to the public and, uh, and really just try to get their feedback and try to generate um, both interest and tips in the case. And she didn't stop there. She used her connections from her 22 years at the FBI to try an advanced DNA test and was able to identify one of the Jane Doe's. We're able to put a name to Jane Doe number 16. Now we know it's Valerie So it was certainly a breakthrough in the investigation. Um, you know, first and foremost for us, it, uh, it gave some sort of closure to the family. Um, they went for, you know, 20 years without knowing what happened to their, uh, to their daughter. But as far as the investigation, it certainly is, uh, it marks a breakthrough on the case. It, uh, it gives us new leads to follow. It, it presents us with a new timeline. It gives us new individuals to, um, to interview and, and new pieces of evidence to follow through on, uh, whether it's, you know, technology and, uh, and telephones and, and things of that nature. So we're, we're taking advantage of that and running all those leads down. The case is so complicated. It's such a mystery that I hope that she can solve it. Or at least I hope that she can bring some closure to the family members of the victim. Indeed, if you have any information regarding the Gilgo Beach murders, you're asked to call 1-800-220-TIPS. And early next year, Lifetime will premiere the Long Island serial killer, A Mother's Hunt for Justice. Mario? All right, let's uh, lighten the mood a little bit. We were first on the set of the all-new Stay by the Bell with my pal Elizabeth Burton, Lauren, Jackie Spano, up to now. It's only on access. Let's stay right here.